Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the newest episode of the Rock and Rap Connection. Uh, tonight, I'm back here with my co-host, Chris. Chris, how you doing, man? Everything's good? Yeah, man, everything's good. Uh, you know, last week was a pretty hard week, but yeah. I'm back out of here on the Rock Rap Connection. Yes, Today's a, a great episode because we have our first guest. Yeah, we do. Our, our very first guest of the show ever it's, it's actually six guests six. <laughs> all of, all of the band, band members are here of the blue, new metal band so they're, they're gonna yes be it, it, it's, minutes. it is a a new metal cover band yep. their name is that new metal band um yep. I'm, I'm i'm excited to talk to them they'll be oh. on um, actually you know maybe about 15 minutes yeah. they'll be on yeah. Uh, so we're gonna chop it up with them and uh, get to know them and how their band got started. Um, I'm happy to be back with you to hear. Talk. We got um, we got a little bit of news. Yeah. To start with. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bamboozle Festival has announced um a second wave of uh, musicians for for the festival, which is taking place May 5th through 7th in Atlantic City, New Jersey, at uh, Bader Field. Oh, nice. Um, so announced so far now, they have Motionless in White, Papa Roach. Oh, nice. They have uh, Flyleaf, yep. Bad Omens, Trippy Red, yep. uh, Chelsea Grin, A Boogie with the Hoodie, Mind Force, Ski Master Slump, uh, The Garden, and End It. Not only that, they have um, Limp Biscuit headlining, Hollywood Undead, um, E-Town Concrete, We the Kings, Black Bear. I mean, it's a loaded, loaded festival here. Um, not only that. Oh, go ahead. It's all right. Shit. <laughs> um, not, not only that. Yeah. But they have Game Changer Wrestling having a, having a show there. Really? Yeah. That should be so really I, interesting. That should be really interesting. They're missing. They're mixing uh, rock, rap, and um, and wrestling. Perfect. And wrestling. Per perfect triple threat, man. Triple threat, man. That's perfect. Yes. That's perfect. Yes. Uh, I, I, uh, was gonna, I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I'm. I'm interested to see how uh, a boogie with the hoodie is gonna is gonna do out there. That, that's an interesting. Uh, that's an interesting uh, festival to be a part of in yeah. in terms of being a hip hop artist. You know what I mean. It's, it's well, very um, bamboozle has always been like a big, a big a festival. Um, yeah. but as the years uh, go on, it's like it just gets bigger and bigger. And um, I think this is the one that actually interests me the most. Yeah, yeah. It it, it should um, be like you said. It ha it has the triple threat of rock, rap, and wrestling, which is what we're all about. My um, my three favorite thing things. So let, let's limp biscuit. Yeah. We were talking about. On 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 yeah. a previous episode, yeah, we're talking about Limp Biscuit, yeah, uh, Motionless and White. I played them on Motley Metal countless times. Pop <laughs> Roach, yeah. I mean, they're during 1999, 2000, the early 2000s. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, it's sir. they got Flyleaf is another great band. Yeah, it's it, it's a uh, it's a bit. It's gonna be big this this year. May fifth, seventh, Atlantic City, New Jersey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Atlantic. City, New Jersey, get ready for a big, big festival. That that sounds amazing. I just wanted to add one more thing. Uh, I went through my favorite uh, rock bands last, or a few weeks ago when we did our first episode together. So uh, one thing I will tell you, and I forgot about this, but now that he's mentioned, I'll mention it. Papa Roach. Yes. One, one of my favorite. Um, I'm going to tell you. One of my favorite artists. From from the rock uh, side of things, See, ever Papa Roach, yeah, I, I felt like was like underrated. Yes, a yes. lot of people know the Last Resort. They know the popular songs. Yeah, yeah. But if you actually, uh, for those that have actually listened to some of the albums, um, they they are a good band. Um, very good, and very good. they I think they are very underrated, and they they're kind of treated like a one hit wonder. Yeah, kind but of. They're, yeah. They're, they're a great fucking band and they've kind of made a comeback lately. Like we were talking about, a lot of the newer generation are going back back in and fucking listening to the older rock. Yeah. 
So now they, they now they want to see Papa Roach. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? They want to see Limp Biscuit. It's 2023. <laughs> it is, is, is rocking at a festival. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You know what? So, yeah. Uh, every time I used to see, um, every time I used to see Papa Roach, a Papa Roach video constantly on my TV, like that, that's what, that's what got me into them. Like, I think it was much music or something like that. Like, like, like yeah. they used to play like Papa Roach, like constantly. So I, much I, uh, music was, was good for, for rock. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like much music. Yeah, yeah, much, yeah, much music was really good. Yeah, for everything, for everything, not just rock, but for everything, they, 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 they showcased every kind of every, a little bit of every genre, right? So yeah, yeah, but uh, like, um, something that came to my mind while I was talking to the festival, talking, yeah. talking about the festival, yeah, um. They should live stream concerts. I mean, live streaming is a big thing nowadays. Yeah. You know, some people would pay to, to watch their, their favorite bands. You know? I definitely would. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's kind of a reason I started a thing with Motley Metal called um, the, uh, hold on, the Motley Metal. Um, it's a, We had like a live concert here. Yeah. And I started it through the pandemic. Yeah. And like, I think it's a good idea. You know, it's whether it's audio or video. Yeah. People would still want to kind of be a part of that experience. Exactly. Just like, exactly. Wrestling, just like baseball, football. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I, I remember um, th there was a one year, I think it was like 2019 or 2000, no, 2018 or 2019. Uh, like before the pandemic, I I there's a there's a big like a concert in in the hip hop world. It's called uh, Hot 97 puts on uh, Summer Jam, right? So there was one there was one year in particular that you had to ha you had to purchase uh, Jay Z's streaming service, which was Tidal, right? Which is called Tidal, um, and I had to purchase Tidal to watch the actual stream. I I did that for the first time ever because I I knew that I knew that my guy uh, Fifty Cent was gonna be there, so I had to I had to watch him perform uh, perform live uh, for the first time. So yeah, I, exactly. I did that a lot a lot of people want ago. want to have that experience. Exactly, exactly. Because because I'm not gonna I I couldn't fly. Obviously, I couldn't fly all the way to New New York at that time. So. Yeah, it's the other. It's an alternative way to experience, have that experience. Yeah, like you were saying. Well, we do have some sad news. Um, yeah. on January eighteenth, David Crosby uh passed away. Um, so rest in peace, David Crosby. He was part of Crosby, Stills and Nash, classic artist. Yeah, um, I remember. Um, you know, a lot of old timers listening to him and um <laughs> he was he was part of um the like the top performers of all time he he was part of the counterculture movement in the 1960s uh it seems like um on, on our episodes we have some we have some unfortunate sad <laughs> somber news, news all the time yeah? yeah jesus um, christ yeah i know but it's all right uh you know even like personally, you know, again, I didn't do the show last week yeah. because of a similar situation. Um, yeah. I just want to take a second out to, uh, to tell people, you know, reach out to your loved ones and, you know, uh, let them know you love them, check up on them, yeah. and you, you got to take life for what it is and enjoy it and yep. you know cherish the, the little moments and cherish every moment with a friend um the all that bickering fighting little petty issues they they don't matter in the end exactly exactly um, you know, so uh you know i just want to let people know you know let, let your loved ones know and the people you care about 
let them know that you love them and just be nice to people, man. Be be a good person. Yeah, it's actually it's actually important to be to be nice to people because actually you, you actually never I know this sounds cliche because mostly everybody says it now, but it's true. Be nice to people because you don't know what they're going through. A simple hello and a simple how are you doing could could make their day, right? So you yeah. don't know what people 100%. are going through on a daily basis. So it's just important to be nice to people because wh whether whether you're close to them or not, like we don't want anything bad happening to people. So it's just nice to it's just nice to be nice to people. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't cost us anything. It's just a human nature. Just trying to be nice to people. That's all we're asking for. Because yeah, especially during pandemic times, you don't really know what's going to happen. So. Yeah, I just uh, we just want to put out, put out the message out there that it's important to be nice to people and it's important to check on who you love. So yeah, just yeah. Uh, make that important note there. Yeah. And, uh, well, in a, in about five minutes, uh, yeah. we're gonna have that new metal band on here. We're yeah. gonna chop it up with them. Um, I have a couple questions for them. Um, yep. I did some research on them and, uh, they're actually pretty close, you know, the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, um, areas. Yeah. Yep. Um, they, they've done some interesting stuff. Um, we're going to get into that when we talk to them. Um, I, I think, I think it's a unique dynamic that they have. I, I like it. Um, mm -hmm. I do too. The, the lead singer, I would say the lead singer, he, when when you see him and then you hear his voice ripping these vocals, I'm like, whoa! I did yeah. not expect that, and I just started scrolling through their page and just click and play, play, play. Yeah, so, <laughs> I, I just they definitely I just, made just, a fan into me. Exactly, and I I I think recently they posted uh their, their cover of Limp Biscuit, so so yeah. I I, I want to get into that. I want to get into that particular thing and see how they feel about it and how they or what made them uh cover cover that song right there because that's freaking amazing yeah um i they, i like their lincoln park uh one yeah. step closer yeah yeah that yeah one i loved i love that one um they also covered finger 11 um yep. wwe wrestler kane's entrance music oh wow yeah 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 uh so yeah wow. i mean they, they've done some they've done some pretty interesting some pretty interesting stuff. I'm actually now that you mentioned Kane, I'm actually really, really excited to to do this right now. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all came about, man. How it all came about, and uh, yeah. So last week, just to cover a, a, a different side of the news. So last week, um, well, not last week, a, a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, since we're on the somber note of, of bad things happening here, I just I just want to give because he was one of my favorite wrestlers and one of my one of my favorite tag teams. Just want to give a, a rest in peace to to Jay Briscoe, and 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 hoping that his family because his family was was injured in this situation as well, right? So yes, just want to give yeah. it, uh, make sure his family is okay, and uh, we'll we'll make sure that, um, that all the information that's needed. Um, is put out there for donations. Yeah. If you guys want, if you guys want to donate anything, we'll make sure all the information is. Put also, out there. Um, AEW and Ring of Honor have put out a Jay a Jay Briscoe tribute shirt. Yeah, and all of the profits, all the proceeds go yeah. to the family. Um, yeah. So you can you can even support them by by buying the shirt, and it's a pretty dope shirt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just any anything you can do to help to help these little girls and this boy, man, um, and, and his wife, his brother Mark. Yeah, I mean their fa their family's going through some tough times. Um, Mark Briscoe tore it up on AEW. Uh, yesterday, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy that they allowed Mark Briscoe to wrestle. Finally, yeah. And that they acknowledged Jay Briscoe. They opened up with that video package. Uh, that that kind of broke me down. Yeah, um, me too, man. Me too. That was know, one of the he, most... he, Jay, Jay Briscoe was very close to my trainer. Yeah. 
Um, so, you know, um, just knowing that my trainer was affected by this too, how affected they, how they were close. Yeah. Like how close they were. Um, you know, I was checking on him every day. Um, yeah. You know, just trying to be there this this whole situation. Yeah. Um, especially you got to feel for the other family as well. I, exactly. And that exactly. and that's something not enough people are talking about and the family wants to express. Yeah. That you know they're they're going through the same struggle. Mm. And you can't you can't forget about them and you can't cast stones at them and or try to put blame on them, you know. No, it's nobody's fault. It was just an accident, man. It was just it was, it was, it was an accident. Yeah. Um and you know it, it it's I think it, it's very uh I would say, I don't want to say being a good human being because this is further than that. Um, to be able to say, hey, help this family out too. Because yeah. not a lot of people would be in that mind frame. I, that's that. true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to, we're just going to pop out to commercial because I think two of the members are, are here right now. So we're just going to pop to a commercial and then when we come back, uh, the two band members, two of them will be here. So we'll Yeah, we're going to have two members of that new metal band here on the Rock Rap Connection. Yes, uh, we got a little commercial for you. Three of Stay them. Stay tuned, folks. Yes, sir. Hey, guys, this is Carl from the ATR Network, also the producer of the Around Rose podcast. And I'm proud to introduce to you one of our good partners. Moonstar Smoke, right here in Animal Park, New Jersey. There's their phone number, their fax number. Guys, if you're a, a vape smoker like I am, they have everything you need. Also, too, if you're a hookah smoker, they have all your needs for that. Check them out. They're a mom-and-pop store. Sweetest people in the world, and you want to check them out. But also, too, you want to stay tuned to see more advertisements coming from them. All right, we're back here on the Rock Rap Connection. We're here with uh, three members now. That new metal band. Yes, sir. Um, you just heard a commercial from one of our sponsors. So if you're in Elmwood Park, New Jersey, check them out. Uh, so um, welcome to the show, guys. Um, uh, if you guys want to introduce yourselves. Oh, I'm Brian. I'm the uh, I'm the drummer and one of the vocalists. I'm Justin. I am also responsible for uh, bass playing, and I also craft set lists. <clears throat> well, uh, I'm Gershwin. I'm one of the co-singers and newest member. Oh, newest member. All right. He's making his uh, so, he's making um, his debut tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, okay. In, in Staten Island, he's playing our first show with us tomorrow. So, mm -hmm. oh, that's at uh, Paradise Island. Paradise Island. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, so our, our producer had uh, introduced us to, you know, to you, pretty much introduced us to you guys. Um, I did I did a little research on you guys, so I'm looking forward to chopping it up with you guys. I'm going to let uh, Coste take it, take it off from here. All right. So what I wanted to ask you guys, um, was there a particular moment in your lives that got you into music in the first place. Oof! Wow, we're digging really deep, right? <laughs> right, right yeah. at the get go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right from the beginning. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, it all goes back down to hybrid theory back in like what 2001, 2002. Yeah. Now yeah. the first time. Come on. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. Um, for me, I'm going to say it was, uh, my dad started me off when I was like really little, uh, playing grunge for me whenever I was in car rides with him, I'd be listening to, you know, Alice in Chains, um, Puddle of Mud, uh, Nirvana, among other artists. Uh, I didn't discover, um, new metal until I'd hit middle school when I 
learned about artists like Linkin Park and Korn, but I didn't really listen to them until close to um, adulthood. Even so, um, as far as new metal artists go, I do like deeper cuts. One of my favorites is Seven Dust, for example. I've yeah. seen Seven Dust uh, twice so far. Um, so yeah, that too. And I come from a family of musicians, so I sort of came out of the womb, uh, expected to know how to play <laughs> instruments. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I basically, uh, listened to music off and on on the radio through my parents, um, for a long time, but it, it really did just start when I, when I heard hybrid theory, it was like, I finally understood what my music was, the music that yeah. like spoke to me you know and from there it went into like like you mentioned corn seven dust slipknot um i also became really obsessed with a band called stabbing westward so i think stabbing westward and lincoln park together really got me singing and like on the path that i'm on yeah well speaking of lincoln park it's funny that you mentioned lincoln park actually because they're they're one of my my um inspirations as well one of the favorite one of my favorite songs from them is actually a song called Somewhere I Belong. So yeah. that's how that's yeah. how I got into like Linkin Park and rock and stuff. So yeah, it's 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 great that you mentioned them because they were one of my uh, influences as well. So it's it's good that we have all of these things in common. Good. Um, they, they're definitely one of the uh, gateway bands into heavier music. That's for sure. For a lot yeah. of people. Oh yeah, I, I agree. Yes. Um, I yes. grew up in Brooklyn, New York, listening to <laughs> mostly hip hop, a little bit of punk. Um, yeah. A little, you know, whatever was on the radio mostly too. Um, but when I was in Brown Middle School, that's when Hybrid Theory came out, mm -hmm. and that's when I again I started really listening to rock music, um, in general. And uh, that was the band for me that, like, like, like you said, um, that that like kind of spoke to you, you know, mm -hmm. that was the music for you, and mm -hmm. I became an instant fan of Linkin Park. I had a Bootleg CD where they had their name messed up. <laughs> that's what that's what hooked me on them. So good. Um. So you guys ahead. have a couple shows coming up. Um, yeah. We're, tomorrow uh, you have the show at Paradise Island, Staten, uh, Staten Island. February twenty fourth, Nyack, New York. Mm -hmm. Um, if I'm correct, April first in. Carney, um, Carney, yes, Carney, Carney. April first. No I, I never know how to fucking pronounce cities. That's <laughs> 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 right. It's all right. Um, um, yeah. April 29th, you're back at Paradise Island. Uh we 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 had that one moved. I gotta update that list a little bit. But we're um, but we have uh, we have another Staten Island one coming up in May. Uh, we're going back to Dingbats in Clifton, New Jersey. Uh, also sometime in May, uh, I have something cooking in Atlantic City in in June. I mean, it's really starting. It's really starting to take off, especially after uh, playing uh, at Pro Wrestling Magic last month. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, okay. That, so that's that, what that, I was about that, to leave. Yeah. That's about that experience. Because I found that interesting. I'm a pro wrestler myself. So yeah. when I seen that on your Facebook page, I was like, okay, this is this is pretty cool because I've always wanted to do something like that. Have a cover yeah. band of Motley Crew play me to the ring. So <laughs> um, you played the entrance music for Pro Wrestler Steve Off on uh, New Year's Eve uh, at Pro Wrestling Magic. How was that experience for you guys? What well, it seemed like a uh, pretty obvious, uh, pretty obvious thing to do. Really, I mean, wrestling in new metal. You go back to the early two thousands. Um, wrestling and new metal, they kind of like grew up together at that uh, during that time. So we reached out to uh, Sean Hanrahan and Steve Off and said, "Hey, can we um, can we do something like a like a like a project together? Plus play at one of your uh, events?" And they said, "Yeah, let's do it at Kingdom Come. That's kind of like our, our WrestleMania, so to speak." And there was there's no guidebook on how to do it. We just uh, we just, okay, all right. We're gonna set up. We're gonna go in the corner. It's gonna it's gonna be like Limp Biscuit was at WrestleMania, and we'll just uh, and we'll just figure it out as we go along. And it was really really cool to play it and see him, you know, Steve off going high five and everyone going to the top turnbuckle, you know, 
<laughs> going to the yes. crowd. It, so it, it was it was really neat. I I would definitely uh, I would definitely do something like that again. I I think a lot of people really uh, really appreciated that you know we brought that to pro wrestling magic. Yeah, it, it was definitely one of our more guerrilla uh, shows, <laughs> we would say, in that we didn't really have, like, formal things. It was us figuring stuff out as we uh, went along. But um, I did attend a event there with Brian just to get an idea for what I was, what we'd be getting ourselves into. Because yeah. I'm the kind of person who, like, if I'm going to do something for the very first time, at least wants to have an idea, get a lay of the land for what's going on. And uh, yeah. I'm glad I did. I did. Um, I've, I act, so I've done theater. And it's kind of like theater in some way, <laughs> watching wrestling. And we had our individual parts to play in, like, the uh, whole story of it all. Yeah. <clears throat> Wow. So okay, that, um, that's I was gonna say that that's an interesting way to look at look at everything. So yeah. I uh you have any No, no, that? yeah. Um <laughs> I, I, I like we, we were like characters. The idea of I, mean, rock uh, wrestling. Uh, I always Alex, say it was meant to be. <laughs> what? So I, I like that you guys played the, the wrestling shows. Um I I hope you guys like kinda open up a market for that. That would be pretty cool. Like you're that new metal band and you're that wrestling band. <laughs> yeah, I'd like I'd definitely like to to have reputation as a as a wrestling band for sure. In fact, I'm surprised that it's not something that you know, in the independent circuit that you don't see more often. I've been a I've been a fan of uh, of independent wrestling for a couple of years now and I've never seen anything like that, so I'm like, you know what? Let's uh, let's be the first in this area, at least, to do to do something like that. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of, so, um, like you said, so, go uh, if you can go back to the point where you said you you were a, a bunch of characters. You were saying something about characters. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah we were kind of like characters in the whole uh, in the whole thing because during the match of uh, Steve and Alex. Alex yep. goes up to our uh, to our singer Cyrus, and he just throws something at him. And goes, "You suck!" Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. And, and during the whole during the whole time, I mean, we you know we played Steve's entrance, so we were you know rooting for Steve. Obviously, uh, I was like, "Oh no, what's no? Don't do it to him!" Like in the, in the, in the background, I was like, "You know what? Let's just, let's try to like pull like play into it." You know, you know, it, it felt like um, you know being a fan for so long. It felt nice to be a part of the production, right. and uh, you know, I want, I want the, I want the full experience. I know, uh, I know, you guys, uh, when you, when you go to wrestle, you, you set up all the chairs. You're there, you're there early. I said, you know what? I want to do that. I want the full, I want the full wrestler experience. So, <laughs> you know, so I went in. I, I did that, as man. much respect as I could to help up without getting in the way. And uh, yeah, I. You know, let's let's try to see if we could build up our reputation. Uh, one of these shows at a time, right? Um, so my 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 second question is: Is there a a venue or an arena or a, or a destination even that you guys want to perform in that you have not yet? Mm -hmm. Like your your dream destination or your dream arena. Uh, I'll take this one. Uh, since I've seen Seven Dust play there twice now, I'm going to say yep. Starland Ballroom. I'm going to um, agree with that one. Yeah. That too. And, uh, you know, it, it's a good it's a good size. Um, it's, like, not too huge, but, like, not yeah. really cramped up and small. <laughs> and you have a nice stage to work with and a uh, great atmosphere, too. Uh, people stage-dived a lot at the uh, Seven Dust show I attended last year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to agree with him on that one. I mean, like, it, it's been, like, for me, a legendary place. I saw so many different bands there that I loved growing up. And, yeah. like, you know, it's like the quintessential New Jersey place. So, so many emo and punk bands played there. So it's like, you know, I haven't done it, I'm, and I guess they haven't either. So, yeah, totally. All right. Well, uh, Brian, how about you? Um. Uh... Honestly, anywhere we can get booked. That makes sense. Anywhere, man. Like, yeah. there's this one promoter we work with, Johnny, and Johnny's hilarious. Like, he'll walk into like like a ten by ten distillery and be like, 
<laughs> yeah, good acoustics. This will make a good venue. And we had we had one of our coolest shows at like this in the corner of this tiny uh, tiny distillery. I'm happy playing in front of five people or 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 fifty. So yeah, wow. venue venue doesn't really matter to me as, as long. Okay. As yes. Matters. All right. That, that, that that's a great answer that's a great answer that shows uh that shows yeah, a lot bro, of uh, that, that's, there. that's that's kind of like the same wrestler attitude man it's like, <laughs> you know, wherever the hell i can get booked yeah. whoever wants to see me <laughs> yeah exactly um so i, I want to i want to so, dive I, back I really a little bit into your history on your facebook page that you guys covered limp biscuit so mm-hmm. um yeah. so i wanted to tell you guys that uh, Limp Biscuit is one of my 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 favorite, like probably my top two or top three. So how did that come about, and how did you handle covering their music? Well, as far as covering Limp Biscuit goes, I mean, when you you're that new metal band, there it, it's it's kind of a, it's kind of a shoe in, you know. You kind of have yeah. to do Limp Biscuit. That's why our uh, yeah. That's why our logo is the red cap. I, I like to wear a red uh, red cap or at least a Yankee cap every uh, you know every, every show we do. So yeah, uh, Rollin', you know that's another great uh, wrestling song that was Undertaker's theme yep. for a while. That was the first time I I had heard it too. Like oh, oh Undertaker's back he's on, <laughs> now. He's on a motorcycle. Yeah, and and what's this amazing? amazing music i'm hearing right now <laughs> uh, so, it was, so it was it was it was an easy an easy choice to an easy choice to play it and uh yeah. there's gonna be definitely more uh there's gonna be more limp biscuit in the future for sure right right that, hey man that, that's a good idea that's a good idea very 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 legendary band there that and Roland is very much a crowd pleaser song. I've, I've come is, to realize everyone like goes nuts when you play <laughs> Roland and, and break stuff too. I remember uh, the second show I did with these guys, um, we played Roland and like towards the uh, breakdown, this dude in a werewolf mask came front and center and was like <laughs> shit because it was a halfway to Halloween show. So certain oh, people wow. were dressed up. <laughs> nice, nice. So, um, Mr. Rex, do you have any questions for? these individuals any more questions for these individuals here yeah um i want to dive a little bit uh deep here um how did the band start and what was the idea to be a cover new metal band as to writing your own music and and you know pretty much being uh like uh, a new metal band rather than a cover band what started with me is uh which direction Cyrus, this, no, this, oh, okay. Cyrus, who just joined us, me and hey, him are the uh, original, hey, are the original members. Uh, it started. Uh, it, it started. I wasn't even playing uh, music for a while. My wife and I saw this band called uh, Jesse's Girl. They were an '80s cover band, and they were better than just a cover band to me. They were kind of like a cover experience. You know, you they had '80s movies playing in the background. They had the costumes. They were doing more than just playing the songs. They were making you feel like you were there, like you were a part of the era. And I said, I didn't grow up in the 80s. I grew up um, late 90s, early 2000s. When I, you know, I want, uh, I want that band, but I want a new metal version. And so, yeah, we're still, we're still working towards, uh, we're still working towards that. We're, you know, we're becoming more of a new metal experience every every show we play. And that's really that's really what gave him the idea and and what got us started. And then I uh, got a hold of Cyrus and hmm. you know Cyrus, incredible vocalists. Uh, we met on uh, we met on Craigslist and you know he was waiting for two years. Uh, he was like, "When are we starting this thing?" I hang on, I got it. It's it's coming. You know? <laughs> yeah, two years after meeting this guy on Craigslist, I finally invite him uh, invite him over and we 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 start the bands and. Um, Cyrus, why don't you tell him about the next chapter, bud? Yeah. Are, are we talking about the, the Halloween show where everybody met up the first time and finally played together? Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> so the first time we all actually get together, we had like a, a mini Halloween show thing. Like we never met before this. We just all had online interactions. And then the first wow. day we come together, <laughs> four people in his basement killing it. And 
it was it was all uphill from there. And, uh, that's a, that's a, now, that's a um, great story too. Like so, you guys, wow, you guys have uh, pretty much been together from the start. Yeah, yeah me, me and Cyrus are the uh, are th- that there direction. Yeah. Me and Cyrus are the originals, and then uh, Justin's been with us about a a year. Uh, our original bass player, you know, got a job he couldn't uh, he couldn't do anymore. And it opened the door for Justin, who's become one of my best buds. Yes, I think a, a couple days from today, uh, it'll actually be like the one-year anniversary wow. of our phone call. I wow! Think. <laughs> wow! Yes. Yeah, I, I came across. Yeah, I came across like the Craigslist ad, um, and as a bass player, I was like, "I need an outlet to play bass, and this seems like a good way to do that." And I called Brian. Um, I emailed him initially and then he called me up and I was like, yeah, let's do it. And uh, I've been with them since. Nice. I remember we had a show planned and we had to get him caught up quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yes. yes. And I didn't know how you guys had functioned at the time. Um, So I was under the impression every song needs to be played as it was played on its original recording. (laughs) I did the, I bought my full arsenal to like my first rehearsal with you guys only to get told, Oh yeah, no, we, we try to keep things uh, easy. So uh, you're not tuning up and down constantly or switching instruments. So yeah, after um, after having Justin there for um, God, how many shows did we play last year? Like it, it feels like feels like twenty or something. And then we That's uh, a lot. yeah, it was def- it was definitely a lot. And then at one of them, we met Gershwin and with his solo project, Days of Grey, and he was phenomenal. Uh, and for our New Year's Eve party, our New Year's Eve Eve party, we had a band drop out. And we called him and said, "Hey, do you want to fill? Uh, do you want to fill a spot?" And he said yes. And when he was up, when he was up there singing, uh, I was like, "You know what? In the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna find a way to fit him <laughs> to fit him to fit him in the mix." Yeah, you tell me about it, bud. Oh yeah, no, it was super fun. Um, you know, I've been trying to do like the solo project for a couple of years now. I had a band that was pretty steady for about four years, and then in COVID when we went into lockdown, we all broke up. <laughs> yeah. So even I was like, okay, how do I go on from here? So I, I put together like the solo project, like you mentioned, Days of Grey. It's yeah. just me. I was up there by myself. I had to bring the energy of the entire crowd, uh, to the entire crowd by myself. Uh, and I think that's what they kind of related to. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, we've been to like two, three shows together now before we even played. And every time their energy, like, you know, made me feel something. They, you know, when I saw them play, like, these old songs that I fucking grew up listening to, yeah. uh, like Limp Bizkit, Slipknot, you know, um, Linkin Park, I was like, these guys are awesome. And and it was funny because the feeling was mutual. And Brian told me that he wanted to, like, hook up and, and do something. I was like, I was kind of thinking that, but more of, like, let's tour together or something, you know? But yeah, as, like, separate projects. But this is great because you know, I think we're going to be really benefiting each other in a lot of ways. Um, everyone here is like amazing um, musicians and, and, and showmen. So I was happy to jump on board, you know? Wow. Nice. This is, this is the most interesting story I've, 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 I've heard of from a band so, that, that's getting together. So it's yeah, good. I'm glad. Is, <laughs> it's like all these elements of, of like, you have you have the wrestling, and then you guys share this love of the Hybrid Theory album, and it's just like all coming together. And then you hearing uh, Gerswin have um, ha- having a solo project, and you're like, I gotta get this guy in the band. It's just like, all right, this is this is like we're kind of seeing the the building. A of true the story of the stars aligning, right? Yeah. You know, I think I was going to say, I think yeah. part of it is that we can recognize it, you know, like I think when they heard my music, they could hear that influence. So, yeah. you know, it's, it made sense and you're right. It's like sometimes stars align, you know, we, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So you guys are obviously into, into new metal. What are some of your favorite uh, new metal bands and, Influences. Sai? 
I'm a heavy guy. Your, some of your favorite <laughs> bands. Yeah, I'm a heavy guy. <laughs> like I said, I'm a heavy guy. So I'm not just talking about my physical appearance. So <laughs> I love, I love like the Slipknots, like anything aggressive with new metal. That's the that's the direction I'm trying to go in. So when we lighten it up, I'm like, okay, we can we can do something. I won't scream all the time. <laughs> you joined the right band, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh I got into Slipknot uh around the time I was backyard wrestling. Mm. I don't know, it just it just went it just went right with it, man. <laughs> Again, it goes together. wrestling new metal hand in hand. It goes together. Dude, I, I love um L D fifty from Mudvane. Yes, like, yes. Uh, I'll still bump that today. Um, I love, you know, we saw we talked about Hybrid Theory, Meteora is just up there too. Seven Dust, all of their stuff, I'm really into. Uh, Slipknot's great. Um, yeah, I mean, Corn, like, I, like, yeah, you know, yeah. If you tell me like new metal, uh, this thing is new metal, I'm probably gonna listen to it, and I probably will like it. You know, but I think LD50 and Hybrid Theory and uh, the first Slipknot record up there. Nice. No, no, I have I have a uh, question that may be interesting to you guys. But do you have any influences outside of rock, like maybe a uh, 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 hip hop influence or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, or so- songs that you used to listen to that are outside of the rock influence or the rock uh, genre? Yeah. My biggest- uh, when I was in high school, I fell very heavily into black metal for some reason. Okay. I don't know how or why, but I went through a phase of like listening to uh, Demo wow. Borgir and Cradle of Filth, among other artists okay. for some reason. But um, every now and again, I'll revisit that. I feel like in my uh, older years, I've mellowed out yeah. significantly. <laughs> yeah. But every now and again, I'll go back to that specific genre of music or um, other artists that are sort of hardcore. Um, I got introduced to Vane FM through a hardcore Facebook page I follow, as well as um, sometimes I'll come across music by sheer randomness. Uh, My brother and I were driving around one day and this hardcore band called These Streets comes onto our Spotify and I'm like, wait, don't switch us off. Let's let's listen to this for a bit. And I was like, wow, that's good. Yeah. That's all right. Um, my biggest influence is probably Michael Jackson. Beyond, uh, really? Nice. Okay. So because of that, I'm like really into the weekend. Uh, yep. I do some classical music too, uh, particularly video game music. Oh, yeah. nice. I think it's a shame that I didn't mention White Pony. So I just want to say that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned the weekend because I'm from Toronto, Canada, right? So, oh. which is where, which is where I'm, I am right now, and that's exactly where the weekend is from. So, it's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, the weekend is one of my my favorite artists ever. Probably. Great, great guy. Yeah, great artist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Disney songs. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Disney songs. Right. That's what I. That's 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 what I grew up on. Uh, from <laughs> You know what? They got, they still got some bangers. This is Brian's way of telling us, telling everyone, expect a cover of us to cover a whole new world with Gershwin doing Jasmine and Cyrus doing Aladdin. Oh, Jasmine. Hey, that, that would actually be, I would actually be down to hear that. I would actually be down to hear that for sure. I want to get a Barbie girl forever, and that sounds, that sounds dope to me, too. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Might if you be heard of him. Um, Leo Morichelli. He he's a he does metal covers of like every song. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Uh, cool. He's on That's YouTube. Nice. Um, I think he's on Apple Music and Spotify as well. Is that different from the guy who does like covers of songs in the style of other people? Do you know who I'm talking about? John, uh, I know 10 second songs, right? The guy yeah, who's with guy. like the long hair. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, this, this is a different guy. Oh, it's a different guy. Yeah. But um, if, if you check him out, like he does new metal songs of Disney songs. I mean, not new metal. Um, He just does like metal, metal covers. 
and rock covers of uh of, of like pretty much any song. And and it's just crazy. It's just crazy how you can you could take like the the most like childish song, like he'll do DuckTales and, and you, it's a banger. That's awesome. Nice. Metal is life, man. <laughs> One of my biggest influences, believe it or not, is Stevie Wonder. Really? So I've seen, Wonder, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen Stevie Wonder twice in my life. It, it was oh, nice. Amazing. That's awesome. Epic, epic, epic. Yeah, man. And I also and I also been on a, a huge folk music tape. Mm. <laughs> Not sure why, but folk music has definitely been heavy Oh, music. folk music? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. My my cousin, he's down in uh Seabring, Florida right now. He he does folk music. That's awesome. Nice. Wow. Yeah, some of that stuff is fun. Folk music is fun. There's a lot. Of, <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of uh, folk roots in metal music, which mm-hmm. which is why I think there's a lot of bands in Europe that will mesh the two together, like yeah. uh, Teresis or um, Aluvatai or um, Ensiferum. Couple cool ones. Alestorm mm-hmm. too. Alestorm. Well, with a pirate twist. <laughs> I'm still surprised that. You, sorry, I, I'm still surprised that you said folk music. Wow, that's 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 interesting, man. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah, for sure. I, you know when they do the end of the year wrap up for yeah, like yeah. The Spotify or YouTube music. Yes, so yes. It's, it's heavy metal, rap music, and then folk music right under that. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. you, you said okay. So you said the, the the wrap up, right? Is that the one? So there's right now there's only one artist in hip-hop that does the, does a, a wrap-up. There used to be two, but now there's only one. So Oh, um, Uncle Murder. Yeah, Uncle Uncle, Murder. yeah, exactly, Uncle Murder, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. That, that guy, just to, just to switch topics a little bit, that guy is, he, he nails everything on the head, every single thing. It's funny and it's accurate as well. I, 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 love, I love that, when he does that, man. That, I look for two things at the end of the year. His wrap-up, and watching a ball drop. That's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. So, yeah, I look forward to that every start of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned Uncle Murder because uh, Fifty Cent is one of my favorite artists, mm. if not the top of my favorite artists. So they're affiliated. Um, so just and just to tell you guys that I have no more questions for for you. But I am honored that you were able to make it tonight. And we look forward to hearing more from you. Thanks so for having us. Much, guys. Thank, Thank you for having, having us. us. Thank you so much. All right. Sorry I'm late, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's always late. <laughs> he's always late. That's, that's his thing. It's all right. It is. Yeah. It is, actually. <laughs> Even the shows. Yeah. <laughs> I come I come I usually come to the show like right when we're supposed to go on stage. So all I need all I have is a mic anyway, so I'm just grabbing, plugging up and walking up. I, I was gonna say you have the easiest <laughs> setup out of any of us. <laughs> it was funny. I, I seen this video on Facebook where it's like the um the uh, different members of a band's coming to set up and then it's like lead singer. And it's just crickets, and yeah. nobody's dead. It goes two hours later. <laughs> yeah, that's Cyrus, all right. <laughs> oh, man. My first question about a show is what time do we go on? So I make sure I'm there before that time. <laughs> by the way, tomorrow, be there, be there by 7.30. No late. 7.30? 7.30 tomorrow, yeah. Paradise Island. Yeah. He'll be there at 7.25. <laughs> right. 7.25? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! All right. So once again, guys, unless Mr. Rex has other questions, uh, we want to say we appreciate you guys for coming here. This is our very first interview, so you guys have lucked out to have our very first interview on this show. Oh, so, it's an honor. Yeah, thank you very much for being here. Uh, conversating with you guys was very, very educational. I learned a lot on the rock side of things, and uh, yeah, we we were we will definitely have you back on at a later time if you guys would accept 
us to do so. So Absolutely. we'd love to hang out with you guys. Of course, of course. For sure. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, why don't you guys plug your social medias and uh, your upcoming shows? Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be uh, – or I'm not sure when this airs, but it's Friday – uh, Friday, January 27th at Paradise Island. Uh, doors open at 8 o'clock. So be there for our first Staten Island show. Uh, February 24th, we're playing in Nyack uh, to benefit the cats and the dogs. Um, Cyrus, do you know the name of that venue? No, it's in Nyack. I know it's a night upstate. And, and then after that, April 1st at Jimmy's Restaurant in Carney's New, Jer- Carney, New Jersey. That's the yeah. show that we're putting together ourselves. It's called No Fooling Around. We have a bunch of our friends playing that one with us. And if you, if you could follow us on Facebook and Instagram, we're just called That New Metal Bands. We post covers all the time. We post content and memes daily. And we're fans, just like you are. And we love when people comment in our posts and we get to conversate with all of you and just share our love for new metal. So uh, be, our, uh, be our social media friends, uh, even if you're not in the, in the immediate area. And if you are in the immediate area, we'd love to see you at a show. So all right. And, and we just got confirmation that uh, this will air tomorrow at 12 noon. So be, be on the lookout for that, 12 noon tomorrow. 12 noon. So, Midday. That gives people plenty of time to get yeah. to Staten Island. Just, just yeah. Yeah. Yep, just, just yeah, the time exactly. for them to make it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank Thanks, you, guys. They'll be, they'll be there before Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All, right. All right. Thanks. Peace. Peace out, Peace guys. Out. Thank you. Thanks again, fellas. Peace, All right. Peace out. Hey. That was great, man. That was great. Yeah, that, that was great talking to them. Um, I'm definitely going to check them out. I'm going to try to catch that uh, April 1st show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That they're putting together. I, I, I want to see that. Um, maybe we, we, we maybe we, uh, I can get us some scoop for the Rock and Rap Connection. Yes, sir. Maybe I can get us some scoop for uh, Motley Metal. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely a, a fan of them. Definitely some <laughs> chill-ass people. Exactly. And, uh, I'm, again, I'm gonna try to make it out for the April first, uh, for the April first show with Jimmy's Restaurant and Lounge. Okay. Well, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go there because I live all the way out here in Toronto, Canada, as I said. So I don't know if I'm yeah. gonna be able to yeah. go out there. But if you can make it and get us a scoop, that would be greatly appreciated, boss. Greatly. One hundred percent. I'd love, I'd love to, you know, uh, you know, fo- follow this band a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Um you you uh let's you want to skip to a commercial now? Are you okay with the commercial now? Yeah, I'm uh yeah, let, let's take a little break. I'll take a little break myself. All right. Um we're going to try to make a little bit of money for the show. So yeah, uh, we'll be back exactly. right after this commercial. Commercial, yeah. Hey folks, this is Carl from the ATR network. Just want to let you know we have a brand new sponsor. It's Doobie Energy. All your energy drinks with no jitters and no crash. Check this out. See you next time. here on the rock and rap connection uh i i heard you got you got some news for us yeah yeah i i i have some news for you guys on the rap side let, let me just uh go to my twitter machine and check it out okay and let you guys know um so first on the docket uh apparently an artist named well i don't know if you guys know him but young thug uh was 
uh, and his co-defendant were actually caught trying to make a drug deal. Wow, a drug deal in court while the while the judge was speaking. So that is surprising. <laughs> I don't know wow. why somebody would do that, but that caught that just caught me off guard, guys. They got caught in the court. I, a drug deal. I don't know. Either somebody's trying to set him up, or I, I don't know why someone would do that. I, 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 and I think, and I think oh, let's discuss this further, further a little bit. So I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think the person, because th there was somebody who handed him the, the whatever, the, whatever it was, right? The paraphernalia, let's just say, right? So there was somebody that just walked up to Young Thug and just handed him handed him something. He didn't even know what it was, right? So I think that somebody was trying to set him up as as you said to, to get into more to get into more trouble, right? That 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 that's yeah. what it looks like to me. Because you don't just you don't just walk up to somebody in, in the court while the Yeah, I mean that's it's that's, let's, I mean let's that was it, stupid. Let's to call do. it what it is. It's blatantly blatantly stupid. That's what it is. Blatantly stupid. That's yeah. what it is, really. And I, I don't know if because Young Thug to me, he didn't. He he looked like he didn't know what was being handed to him, even right. So I think somebody, like you said, I think somebody was trying to uh, set him up to get into more 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 trouble, right? Um, yeah, I think I think that I think it needs to be investigated further. Yeah, exactly. Because if he is innocent. And you, uh -huh. you're gonna lock you're gonna lock him up, you know. And yeah. he didn't commit that crime, you know. He didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um. I think I think if that is the situation that he was set up, it does need to be investigated further. Exactly. But but who knows? But I, again, it, it, why why would you do that in in court? There's there's no explanation for it except for again what you said, in which they're trying to set him up to get into more 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 trouble, and. I know I kind of know how the the justice system works in which you said that they should investigate it further but me and you both know that they're not going to do any any investigating at all right so they're going to just go with what happened and young thug is going to get into whatever more trouble whatever however more trouble he gets into right so yeah. um these these are the things man this is why this is why it is important to, to know that when you when an artist when an artist builds them themselves up to to reach a certain point it's important to and this is looked down upon within the i would say the street or the the hood it, it's looked down upon in the music industry but it's important to move away from where you came from because if you go back to the hood and you have uh, and you're and you become financial financially stable you also put a huge target on your back and th there are people that are going to hate on you for no reason just because just because of the fact that you made it you made it out of the hood and they did not right so again artists make it a point to be able to go back to the hood but in most cases it's not the smartest idea to to, to do the smartest thing to do so yeah there's always going to be people that are jealous that are, are quote unquote haters yeah um and they're gonna they're gonna want your money exactly you know um they're gonna want your jewelry that'll like that yeah um but I, I think again, it, I think he was a hundred percent set up. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'm eating my words. Maybe he was that stupid to make a drug deal. I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think anyone's that stupid to do that. Yeah, um, do we got uh, any other news? Uh, sure. Uh, let me just pull it up here again. Um, hang on. Um, so apparently. Apparent. Let me go down here one second. So apparently, um, they they have so the RIAA have recertified um, all of um, 
Curtis, 50 Cent Jackson's uh, platinum records. So let me let me just get the stats here. Um, let me just scroll down and get the stats here one second. Um, so they recertified all of its platinum records. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So I think so. I think um, a record that he he released in 2016 called "I Am the Man" featuring Chris Brown uh, has now um, been certified uh, go, uh, gold. It's been certified gold now, and a lot of his older records um, have basically almost I know diamond in the club. In the club, yes. It is now nine times platinum. Nine times, yeah, almost diamond, yes. Nine times platinum, yes, yes. So, yeah, so all of his older records from Get Rich or Die Trying uh, and beyond, uh, they've gone, they've almost reached platinum, uh, diamond status, diamond status, which is, which is a level, which is a level above uh, platinum. I guess that's the, uh, the most you can get is diamond. Yeah, So, diamond. yeah, so... Considering that it's 2023, and 50 Cent is have still having all the, all of this success, <laughs> I guess he achieved yeah. his goal. I guess he achieved the, his goal of getting getting rich and not dying. Or, you know what I mean? So, yeah. well, he almost died trying. <laughs> exactly. So, but I, uh, shout, yeah, shout out to 50 Cent again. I'm a I'm a huge 50 Cent fan, like you. Yeah, um, to see that people are still listening to his music here in yes, 2023, sir. just like I am. On my Apple playlist, it's a shitload of 50 Cent and G. <laughs> um, also, a lot of his of the features, yes, got recertified, and that just goes to show you, like, not only that is it's like you hop on the 50 Cent song, it's gonna be a hit. Yeah, automatically, automatically. Automatically, for sure, for sure. Um, also, and in other in other Fifty Cent news, uh, he is headlining the Lovers and Friends Festival that that's gonna happen in May, in May May sixth in Vegas. So I think I think the I think the Lovers and Friends Festival is put on by um, by Nelly. I think ne I think Nelly puts on this festival um, er okay. every year. Or or prior to the so that's that's around the same date as um bamboozle. Oh yeah, oh it is. So I, I I'm guessing that they they put all the festivals uh like dated near near each other, right? Probably. Yeah, I mean I mean that one's in Vegas. Yeah. This one's in Jersey, so it's on on different coasts. Yeah. Uh, it, but. It, so May is a, is a good time for festivals because it's like right before the summer. Exactly. You know, it's it, it, it's a good it's a good time. You know, yeah. it, it's springtime. You know, uh, a lot of concerts start happening around April, May. Right. Coachella. Oh, another one. Another big one is I don't think there's any information about it, but yet, but Coachella also is supposed to happen in in April as well. I believe. Right. It's a festival that happens. Yeah. Over every april or yeah most of that I, I haven't i haven't been to a festival yet but i, yeah. I do plan on go, going to one like I, I i it's on my bucket list you know yeah i want i want to either go to a metal festival or the uh like a bamboozle so so when when exactly do you know when exactly bamboo bamboozled is is it is it may, may, may or, 5th or, through 6th oh may 6th i mean may oh. 7th May seventh, okay, okay, okay. May so May fifth, sixth, and seventh. It's a three-day festival. Okay, so this is okay. So this lovers and friends festival is only it's only one day. It's only um Saturday Saturday May sixth, um in, in Las Vegas, um at their at their uh, festival grounds. So it's in Vegas. If it, if anybody wants to uh, attend, I think tickets are on sale right now. Actually, so. So uh yeah these 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 festivals you got to buy them in advance. Exactly, 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 exactly. Yeah. You got you got to get the um, advance. Um, I don't know you you, you want to wrap it up for for, uh, for for this episode. Yeah, yeah, let let's actually yeah, let let's wrap it up for this episode. Uh so 
Um, yes, so get the so if you so just to reiterate, you guys can get the lovers and friends um festival tickets right now. And yeah, and 50 has recertified has had his uh records recertified in almost diamond and platinum status. So for Chris, for our producer Carl, and for this entire show, we will see you guys next week. And uh, I think next week is our first live show. So yep. stay tuned to our Facebook and every and YouTube and uh, other places where we go live, which is basically everywhere. Um, for yep. next week is our first live show. So see you yep. guys. Next and week. guys, don't forget to check out that new metal band. There'll be uh, well, yes, this sir. is airing. So. Um, January 27th, today at uh, 7 p.m., Paradise <laughs> Island, Staten Island, New York. Check out that new metal band on Facebook. Uh, check out their covers and, and go check them out. Um, like uh, Costa said, on behalf of uh, the Rock and Rap Connection, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in to another episode of the Rock and Rap Connection. As always, be excellent to each other and be and. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you might have to edit this one out. <laughs> As always, be excellent to each other and party on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace out, guys.